Jan, Willem and Jumba walked under the stars the entire night that night without stopping. When the sun came up in the morning, they knew, although they were very close to the Redlands, they had to find somewhere to stop. They had to hide from the heat, for it would make them too tired and thirsty, and their feet were aching from all the walking. Let me make you a little day warren, suggested Jumba, and she decided to dig a hole under the soil. She dug and dug and dug and dug, and they were amazed to watch how powerful and quickly she worked. She dug until there was a nice, cosy little room for just the three of them to sit in out of the sun. And so they all went in, and they curled up, and they slept soundly through the hot summer's day. And when the temperature dropped, and the freshness returned to the air, and the sun started to set, they woke up refreshed and ready to continue. They could see the redlands and it wasn't far away. Those tiny mountains had started to look bigger on the horizon. And they could see little lights just there at the border. And they knew that that would be where the traders would be selling their goods at the market. The three of them came out of their burrow and set on their way. As they got closer, they could hear the chitter-chatter from the market. And when they got there, they were amazed to see creatures of all kinds. There was these big things that looked a little like sneers. There was also little dwarf-like creatures. There was some creatures that looked a lot like humans. And there was animals too. It was quite a lively market. It was bustling and there was lots of animals and people and creatures talking over each other. They were trying to get the best deals and haggling, offering this for that and swapping all sorts of goods. Jumba and Jan and Willem walked through the clatter and chaos. They knew who they were looking for. Eventually they came to a whole row of trader stalls, and although it was hard because they were covered in cloth, Jan and Willem quickly recognised the traders that had helped them. Come, they said to Jumba, let us introduce you. They took Jumba by the hand and introduced her to the traders. Hello, they said, do you remember us? Yes, said the traders, we're glad to see you, and we're glad to see you found Jumba. Hello, said Jumba, who realised she knew them too. What can we help you with, dear friends, said the traders. Please, said Jumba, would you give us some of those metal sticks? I will trade with you the sweetest cactus I can find. Oh, Jumba, they said, it's okay, you can have some. And they reached back in their kamul pack and pulled out some of the metal-looking rods. How many do you need? Well... That's when Jumba told them the whole story. We need lots, lots and lots. The Mora, they're digging the gold that runs under our warrens. They are now in the orange lands. And the only thing, the only thing they seem to not like so much is this metal bent stick I had. And I realised it was an old one of these. Okay, Jumba, they said, look, anything, anything to protect the rumple warrens. Here, have a bagful. And they gave Jumba a bagful. Jumba held on to them, but they could see very soon that these rods were too heavy for her to carry. Oh, Jumba, they said, you can't carry them. Here, leave them in our kamal packs, and after the market tonight, we will carry them back all the way. And so that's what they did. For the rest of the evening, Jan, Willem and Jumba enjoyed the market, and they had agreed to go with the traders all the way back to the Rumpelwarren as soon as the market had finished. Well, the market was a magical place. Once they really looked around and decided to enjoy it, they saw all sorts. 
All sorts of exotic foods were being sold, and the smells filled the air and made their tummies rumble. Luckily, Jumba knew a lot of them and was friends with them, and she was very well liked, and many people liked to give her a free piece of food here and there. There was cakes and pastries like they'd never heard tasted before. Thin layers of pastry with honey dripping between them. Fluffy buns with cactus berries on the top. There was puddings of all colours with all different spices sprinkled over them. And before they knew it, they were full to the brim. It wasn't only food that was sold. There was building materials and clothes and fabrics and tents and tools. There was also some entertainment. There were some creatures playing instruments. And there was one doing juggling. Jan and Willem loved it. They had never been to such a place. But after a while, the market started to calm down and the people walking between stalls got fewer and fewer and fewer. And then the vendors who had sold all their goods began to pack down their stalls and go out into the night. Once half the market had packed down... The traders were ready to leave. They had sold all they were going to sell that night. They called over to Jumba and asked them if they would like to ride on the Kamuls that night. They were delighted to get a lift for the walk there had been so tiring. They helped Jan and Willem and Jumba up onto the Kamuls and they began their journey back to the Rumple Warrens. On the way back, Jumba told them more about the Mora and how they had had to protect their Warrens first by using their bottoms and then by waving this strange stick about. And just, just as dawn was beginning to peek its head up from behind them, they could see the machines of the Mora digging and clawing, and they could just make out the little dots that were the rumples waving around their special stick. There, there they are, said Jumba, and she pointed towards it all. Wow, said one of the traders. Jumba, I can't imagine how scared you must all be right now, and we really want to help you. Take as many of these rods as you need. Build a fence if you have to. And so she did. When they got there, she took as many of the rods as they had, and all of the rumples grabbed them, and they stuck them in a long line as a fence, as a barrier between them and the Mora. And when it was done, the traders said their farewells and walked off to find a spot in the shade. Jumba and Jan and Willem stood back, satisfied at last that they had a barrier between them and the Mora. The whir of the machines no longer worried them as they came closer and closer and closer, and the clunk of the pickaxe had become nothing but a background noise. But their relief, their calm, and their satisfaction was short-lived. For eventually... One of the Mora spotted one of the rods stuck in the ground, and instead of being repulsed and hiding like they'd hoped, it said, and it picked up the rod. It looked at it, it sniffed it, it took it back to the other Mora, and they looked at it. It looked as though they were discussing whether they liked it or not. And then to their absolute shock, the Mora decided to put it in their truck and take it away. And then the Mora looked around and They found more of them. They picked all of these rods up and they put them in their trucks and they took them away. They weren't in the least bit worried about them. I don't get it, said Jumba. Why are they scared of this one and not this one? Now the Rumples were worried again and the machines were coming closer and closer to the Rumple Warren. They thought they had found the answer. She waved around her old rusty rod and that still repelled them. 
Why this one and not that one? I mean, it's the same thing, she said. It was at this point that Willem spoke, for he had made an observation that nobody else had noticed. Jumba, he said. Maybe it's not the rod they don't like. Maybe it's the rust. It was like a penny dropped in everyone's mind, for suddenly all the pieces of the puzzle seemed to click together. Of course, said Jumba. How could I be so silly? It's the rust. The Mora love shiny things. They love shiny gold and medals of all kinds. And they like the new rods because they're shiny and new. We need to find old rusty ones. And so she put the word out and she asked every rumble to look in all of the warrens that had already been destroyed and to pull out the old metalwork. For it was the rusty, bent, twisted ones that would keep away the Mora, not the new strong ones. The rumples worked fast. They went down into the destroyed warrens, the ones that had already been chewed up and crashed apart. And they found amongst the clumps of earth and rubble lots of pieces of rusty metal. And they waved the rusty ones in front of the Mora, and the Mora recoiled. They were scared and disgusted both at once. And the more and more metal they pulled out, the more and more the Mora backed away. We're doing it! We're doing it! said Jumba. It's the rust! They don't like the rust because they don't want their precious gold to rust! And bit by bit, with all this rusty metal they were pulling out of the earth, they built a fence between them and the Mora. It wasn't big and it wasn't magnificent, but it did work. <laughs>